0: This is an introduction. It is significantly better than the Mars Attacks one I did, and probably better than the Sung one. That's Kevin. Hello. That's Neff.
1: I think that was my name, so hey!
0: (laughs) That's Chris. Hi. I, of course, am Gavril, and apparently I'm having internet issues. This is Azeroth Coast to Coast. Hi guys how are you all hey i was so underwhelming and i kind of loved it <laughs>
2: yeah 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 yeah
0: i tried my best
2: I
3: liked it. it was
0: good <laughs> if i wasn't allowed to do ak, 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 ak for the entire intro that was what you were gonna get <laughs> here's the thing usually i don't veto your intros but even i vetoed that one <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, everybody's here for once. I know, I think that's the first year I've been on since, like, December? Uh,
3: well, it's the I mean, first...
1: two weeks ago you were here, but, then, but then, you suddenly, hit the fan. then you suddenly vanished and never came back, so...
3: For reasons that I will not go into on the
0: podcast, but yes. Yeah. Um. So, there are indeed fucking, Uh, It's us! Hey, it's-a me! A podcast! Uh so it's the first episode of 2020 where all four of us are here. So congratulations, everyone. Yeah. Um, definitely. So hey, how uh we've been good, guys? We've been okay. Yeah, yeah, life life's okay. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh let's see. Nath has got the longest one, Chris has got the shortest one. So Chris, you go first. (laughs)
2: Okay.
0: What? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Penis references. <laughs> oh, okay. Um okay. Uh well wow
3: Reading. We're uh tw- eight a nine out of twelve Nile of the heroic. A lot of fun that raid, honestly. Although Vexiona, she can go fuck herself. Just just flat out, she can go fuck herself. She was our wall for a little bit there. Um, but then we one shot her last uh, on Thursday, so that was fun, and okay. it's all progression now. So yeah, now w- w- once we killed her once, we are now one shotting the bitch. So that's that.
1: Okay, I would like to say that Carrie has pop- piped up and said, "Oh, I see is what easy, Carrie dude. says. Get good."
3: I see I what Carrie do. says, and I'm going to fight Carrie in a minute. Fight um, him IRL. Those- I was quite impressed because we were struggling with her for so long. And then suddenly on Thursday, we had a 14 man group. We had two healers. So 14 people, you should probably, you should really three heal that. And we one shot almost every boss. I think we had a little issue on Raden, Um, But then other than that, we're good. We're one-shot, we one shot, we one shot everything. It was fun. It was really good. Good shit. Good shit. Um, I jumped go. back into Final Fantasy 14. Of course he did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I always do. Uh, uh, like a lot of my friends in WoW have really had the urge to play it late, late, lately. So some of them have never played it before, so they've jumped in and they're trying it. Some of, them, most of them seem to be really enjoying it. So I've. Jumped in again and playing with them. It's, it's fun. It's fun. It's a nice. And they jumped
4: Luke... in at max level or they jumped in at level one? And... They
3: jumped in. At, some of them jumped in at level one. Some of them already had characters from playing previously. We're all in the same server now. We're all trying stuff and teaching the new people. And we're popping Palace of the Dead cherries. So that's fun.
0: Um, did, anybody, um, did anybody sign up to the wrong server and then you know, have a fully leveled character and then sudden almost went onto the wrong server. <laughs> okay. I was asking
3: if there was another on the Kevin server situation that we were
1: on before.
3: Uh, no, we're on a European server because we're all European.
1: That's... That makes more
3: sense.
0: I'm European. Well, the, last, medicine.
3: the last time the majority of uh, of the players were Americans. <laughs> we played lit an American server. The same. Everyone's Europeans. So we're playing on a European server. <laughs>
4: So Bohemian. By the way, I've gone back to our Final Fantasy 14 server. It's frightening there on Discord. I mean, I still talk to the people there. They're lovely.
3: I get scared. And I'm seeing I'm I'm going to Florida in October, so I'm meeting Brett for the first time. So that's gonna be fun. Bow, 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 um bow. And a shit ton of work, lots and lots of overtime, lots and lots of just working. So that's that's not been fun. But you know what? I get I miss bored. overtime.
0: I'm a workaholic. Well, I'm currently doing the job of three people. Yeah, I'm doing the job of three people, but I'm not allowed overtime. That's not fun. No, it's not. A hundred percent, it's not.
3: At least I'm getting overtime for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just, you know, getting put on final notice for, you know, working off the clock. Because, you know, they're giving me the job of three people and not the hours of three people. (laughs)
1: That still boggles my mind. Yep. And I don't know what this is in reference to, but I'm always down for something that insults Kevin. So LB says you're intolerant, Kevin.
0: I <laughs> he, he's obviously in reference to Kevin was, being scared it was in of the other to server. something, but I don't know. He, Kevin being scared of the Discord. Oh server
1: yes, the, uh, okay.
4: Oh deal. intolerant. He doesn't like the weebs
1: i just looked over and saw the comment was like i don't know what it's referencing but i'm so reading it
0: at at my core i am i truly in in on the inside i am a weeb but you're the biggest weeb i know yeah but i'm also the coolest weeb you know that's not a high bar i know but guess what i'm still number (laughs) one motherfucker not a high bar i'm still number one asshole
4: Hey, Kevin. Yeah. What have you been doing? Uh, I've been doing a few things, actually. Um, In the world of Warcraft, I finally got flying because I ground out the reps for Nazjatar and Mechagon to Revered, and I can fly now like Peter Pan. Wait, wait, Um, wait, people still play WoW? I'm still continuing. Wait, people still don't have flying? Yes. Um,
1: I mean, I don't, but I haven't been playing
4: so. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still continuing to grind out rep for MechaGon because I want to unlock the Mecha Gnomes. uh, Because eventually, my goal is to create a Mecha Gnome and play with LB and level a Mecha Mecha Gnome. Except, I think he has already got one to like level fifty or something. Oh, Um,
3: speaking of Mecha Gnomes, sorry. I forgot to mention I'm Noah Volpera, Volpera Shaman. I love Volpera, they're wonderful.
1: And your Volpera is beyond adorable. Let's establish that.
3: Yeah, yeah, he is. He's beyond adorable. Sorry, continue. I just wanted Hi. to
4: get that in there. Oh, um, I, I bet he is adorable. Um I've also been playing a game called Astro Near, which LB uh forced me to play with him. Mm-hmm. And Neff
1: Spawn played with that for a while.
4: I've played 40 hours we're unlocking each of the planets i don't know if people are familiar with that or not but it's a fun game where you mind th- it's kind of like minecraft or minecraft on crack i would call it um it, you know because you know besides just building like a chest and a sword you have to like build space shuttles and fly from one planet to another it's pretty fun I'm enjoying don't playing think, don't it. Don't starve, kind of. Um, it's not very, like, yeah, you can die if you run out of oxygen and stuff like that, but that's not the point of the game. The point of the game is, like, to explore and, um, you know, build little cities on each of the planets, I guess. That's what I'm doing. So it's a fun game. And the other thing that we're doing is uh, LB is showing me all of the uh, Fast and Furious movies because I never watched them. So we started from the first one and I've watched one and two so far. So um, LB and
1: Kevin are having movie dis- movie dates to discuss.
4: Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Family um, carries right.
1: Family.
4: It's, it's
0: about,
1: about family,
4: man. The no, first Adam, movie was talk. not very good. First movie was not very good. The second movie was better um
1: wait i'll have my thoughts are you watching them in release order or chronological to the final to the fast and furious universe order
4: release order Okay. i don't like if that's a spoiler please don't spoil it for me
1: i'm not spoiling (laughs) anything
4: lb has hyped up fast and furious 3 saying that it's some kind of like critical moment to the movie franchise So we'll see what that's like. Um, That's where the
0: time, uh, where the time split happens and you end up with the multiple
4: universes. (laughs) Okay. What part does Thanos um, snap his fingers? Or does that not occur?
0: Um, That actually takes place uh, in actually at the very end of Tokyo drift. There's a, uh, there's a stinger at the very
4: end of the movie, but you got to wait a little while for it. Okay. So, um, yeah, and Vin Diesel wasn't in the second one, So I don't know if it counts or not.
0: Who is it? anyway?
4: Uh,
0: God, who is it? was I think I've seen one Fast and Furious movie, and I don't want to see the rest. I've seen the first two. I've watched most of Tokyo Drift, and I've seen some of the other ones because I'm of my I've
1: seen all of them multiple times because they are just mindless, stupid fun.
0: I saw the first two in theaters, like when they came out, because one of my buddies is a big like car guy. So I saw the original. After that, it's like this.
3: This just doesn't. This no. This is dumb. <laughs> this is too dumb.
4: It is pretty dumb.
0: The movie is literally vroom vroom explosions, family, and that's it. Essentially, yeah.
4: I haven't gotten.
3: To I the will family. also
1: admit that I went through a phase where I thought Vin Diesel was crazy fucking hot. So there's also that. <laughs>
0: I'm a large, amorphous, okay.
4: misshapen lump of a man. I mean, the funny thing about yeah. the first one is that there's literally people from different races racing cars against each other, and there's a race called Race Wars.
0: Yeah, that one hasn't aged well. That, that um, hasn't yeah. aged well from the
4: early 2000s. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? How did they let this in the theater? It's so weird. Early but, 2000s um, is a different time. I... Someone needs to ask LB why he's subjecting me to this. But one day he was like, do you want to watch all the Fast and Furious movies? I'm like, I guess so.
1: I I mean, never well, it it's your I'm, I'm yes. more interested in discussing how you guys are doing movie dates.
4: Well, like, I'm running it on Amazon mostly, and then we're just synchronizing the start of the movie. So, like, we're both starting it at the same time. Can
3: I actually say that it's fucking adorable? <laughs>
4: That way you all
3: can, can both I just say
1: finish at the 100- same time. Can I just say that's a hundred percent how I used to do movie dates when I was in a long-distance relationship?
4: Yeah, that's this like is so, uh, cute. so cute. Whatever. Let's move on. I think you and Elby make a cute couple.
1: I agree. Stop, it's it. Stop
4: it. It's adorable. It's absolutely <laughs> adorable. And Elby's just sitting there blushing. Obviously, I don't know what LB's doing. I honestly have never seen his face, so I don't know.
3: Oh, he was attracted to his personality. (laughs) Um.
4: You assholes love making me uncomfortable. Let's move on.
0: (laughs) Um, And Carrie, I will tell you, um, I actually have seen part of I think it was the fifth movie. It was okay. It was just a bunch of explosions and international spy thrillers. Kind of stuff and so. family don't forget family family yeah um so yeah hey neth yes. how have you been for the last two weeks after that 20 minute tangent about fast and the furious <laughs>
1: <laughs> um i've been good i was sick for a week so i didn't play much video games um I did finish my D3 season um, yesterday, <laughs> so yay, it's done, thank God. Um, I did a bit more of Witcher 3, and I figured out why the fuck it was frustrating me so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of the whole, okay, so, meet with Assassin's Creed... I have a habit of if I'm in an area, I finish absolutely everything in an area. Yeah,
0: no, that's a bad way to play
1: the church. I can't do that! That's
0: right. not how that works.
1: No, and I didn't realize that. And then I started realizing, wait, this thing that I'm beating my head against is like eight levels higher than me. What the fuck? And so then I was like, oh, okay, I actually need to go to other. <laughs> and so... Witcher Three is progressing much more smoothly now that I have clued into that and am not just beating my head against. I must finish this zone before I move to the next zone. Um, That's
0: hilarious. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I've actually logged into WoW a little bit this week. Excuse me, I've got the hiccups. Um, and have started doing the new storyline stuff with Um Rathian and stuff like that. I'm in. I, I'm just picking away at the quest, so right now I'm in vale, so i'm I not say- I'm not far down the storyline I know I'm still at the beginning of it, but I'm just kind of logging in and picking at it here and there so I will say uh,
3: going gone th- going gone going, having gone through the patch uh quests and having gone through the raid it is a it is a good little story this patch I think there could have been improvements but it's a good story it's just a good little it's a good little minor story that's what that, that's what it feels like which kind of sucks but yeah good you'll enjoy it
1: yes adam i'm playing it on my console not on my potato pc and go fuck yourself
0: lol potato pc potatoes
1: that's what he calls my computer
0: Something, something, potatoes. So I'm glad you're, you know, getting, you know, getting back into Witcher and getting through that.
1: Well, I couldn't figure it like literally it was why I put it down to begin with because I was like, oh, my God, I'm beating my head on this. So I was like, oh, look, Assassin's Creed. I'm going to go be distracted by a game that I know I love and then coming back to it i was like oh my fucking god what the hell is wrong with like why can't i kill anything and then i just randomly noticed like <laughs> this shit is like way higher level than me what the fuck? has
3: everyone watched the Witcher series
1: not yet yes
3: I'm so not. good
4: you need to watch it uh... it's good i don't know if it's so good uh...
1: It's we'll on see. my list. I haven't watched it yet. Also, on my list that I really need to watch, but I'm not letting myself watch it until I finish the last three graphic novels, is Lock and Key. I'm stupidly excited for that.
4: Is that a Netflix series? Uh-huh. It is. Hmm.
3: I can't tell if I'm watching The Witcher purely because of Henry Cavill or if I'm watching The Witcher because I want to watch The Witcher.
0: Uh, it's Henry
3: Can Cavill. Can it
1: be both?
0: it's probably mostly Henry Cavill really, is he Welsh or something
1: doesn't do anything for me
0: you are crazy you are insane you're
1: nuts it's...
0: that man is gorgeous Picard. I mean Picard though yeah like legit has been good also, I, oh, my Picard like, is so, so good I haven't
1: seen any episodes is of yet
0: Kevin, hey, hey 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 fuck you Kevin you fuck off piece Picard of shit is not good. Picard Jeez. is so good it's it's good, I like it and i I actually and you know what's really funny I actually don't particularly like the the next generation hot take there, but I don't particularly like the next generation <clears throat> I okay. I can take the next generation or leave the next generation my first Star Trek was Voyager, so I loved Voyager I loved Seven of nine I love all that jazz so and lb lb is right though lb's mentioning in chat that it's not really Star Trek and that's a oh it's not Star accurate. Trek
3: it's not Star Trek
0: it is 100% not Star Trek, but it is a really good series and I've liked yeah. it so far completely. Um, it feels like. It feels like. I don't know exactly what it feels like. It feels like the It feels like what I would have. Oh, I know what it feels like. It feels like a classic Bantam Del Rey Star Wars novel from the 90s.
4: Kinda. Uh, that's a deep cut.
0: It is, but I own. I have a whole shelf of those. Got two whole shelves of those goddamn things downstairs because I read the shit out of them.
3: Um, no, well, but yeah, a really no good point. Modern TV doesn't really have the room for filler episodes uh, because due to budgets, like they did back in the nineties.
0: I mean, I'll be honest. Oh last week's episode was kind of fillery. Picard. I mean, I'd argue that. It wasn't really necessary for progressing the story too I much. I mean, it kind of was. It was, but they could have done it in a completely different fashion rather than, hey, here's Jerry Ryan again. Hmm. Oh, are you an episode behind? Yes, I didn't catch this week's. I didn't catch oh, the last okay. episode. Yeah, I meant the episode prior to that. Okay. No, I, I mean, I think that watch. was just fan service to bring back Seven. It really was. Um, I've got because right now on my watch list, what uh, Perry, uh, my wife, and I are alternating between is Picard and Doctor Who, the most recent season of Doctor Who, because I don't have Which, cable anymore, so awful, we didn't watch it when it was super live. Good. So good. I actually, I've actually liked this season more than I liked Whittaker's first season. So far, I think, I've liked the season more.
3: I think Whittaker is a very good doctor. I think she is fantastic. The way that she is portraying it, there's a lot of the uh, the. There's some takes from the previous doctors, but then she's making a lot of stuff that is just her own. And I, really I think like that
0: they've done a better job with her in this second half of this of this series than they did with the first half of the series with all the weirdness that they had. And hey, it's yeah, Jenny. No, she's can, it's the lady doctor. Uh we just watched Orphan fifty five. So I think that's the third episode in the series. Oh yeah, I've got the finale tomorrow night. So I'm excited for that. One.
1: Can I just say
3: mm-hmm.
1: this is why we're rebranding?
0: <laughs> we this is why we're gonna be rebranding in the in the in the near future. In the near future. Yeah, so yeah, we just had a long conversation about that. I'll I'll go run through my week real real quick. Uh my last two weeks. Um season 19, I did that in Diablo 3 as well, finished up my uh finished up my uh season journey. Uh thank net, you again season, for
1: the help, by the way.
0: No worries, when season 20 starts up. Oh, yeah. We'll 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 dig through that a little earlier in the season rather than waiting till the end of it. Someone tell me when 20 starts and I'll tag along. Uh, first Uh, we'll be
1: discussing that shortly.
0: Yeah, it's like first week of March, I think. Um, I've been playing a lot of I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter World, of course, because that's just kind of what I've been playing recently, because I've just been having a lot of fun with it because it's a nice mindless game. Uh. But it always turns out a little bit differently every single time. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone Battlegrounds and I'll be talking about that in a little while uh, with the new updates that they've done to it. Uh, I've been really happy with it. Um, But, oh shit, today's the last day to finish up. I still have five ranked games to win. Um, For what? For my card back in Hearthstone. I need to finish up my five ranked games for my card back. Um, Because I've done nothing but play Battlegrounds all month. Um... (laughs) And I finished my Savior title in Destiny 2. Uh, I went and I pugged Legend in a TAM because no one in uh, Thud? Yeah, Thud, I think.
1: Our little group.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, like, ever wants to play. So I just pugged Legend in a TAM. Good for you. I kind of stopped playing Destiny. I'm sorry. Okay. I still... I still play a lot of the game. I'm not liking the stuff I'm seeing for next season, though, with some of the changes and how the the uh. We'll get to that. Yeah, the dev uh, interview they did. Uh, but yeah, this is uh that was that was our weeks. Uh, do we have so long that was our weeks. <laughs> yeah, it was only a half an hour, twenty minutes ish. Uh, So, any feedback? Anybody got anything they want to talk about there?
1: Nothing in Gmail.
0: Twitter is being quiet. Yeah. Uh, We didn't put up a poll or anything. Nothing on Discord. And Kevin, why don't you go away?
4: Nothing on Discord. Well, no specific feedback, but there has been discussions happening on Discord, and you should definitely join if you're interested in talking about the games.
0: Yeah. Oh, um I promise I'll be more active Chris, on Discord.
1: Hi. Suggestion for poll. Once mm-hmm. we narrow it down to a few names, maybe we could toss that up for a poll and see what people think.
0: Except that they'll all take every single one of our names.
1: Yeah. yeah I
4: don't point. want someone parking our uh valid point. domain.
0: Yes, because this 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 indie podcast totally is, you know, rife for having its name sniped.
3: Hey, I've I've had I've had um, guild members in the past snipe names for guilds when we were going to change it, just so that, that we we couldn't do the one they didn't like.
0: So uh, that's because
4: you all didn't prepare. You're still it, it friends is. with them. Eh. <laughs> Should I do shoutouts?
3: You do. Yeah. You guys?
4: Okay, we did have certain people from other countries listening to the show this week or the last show two weeks ago. It looks
2: pretty <laughs> lily white to me.
4: Um, U.S., Canada, U.K., New Zealand, and Ireland. So, uh,
0: so some Jeffas and some drunks joined the party.
4: New Zealand and Australia have been going back and forth. I think they're fighting it out.
0: They're probably sitting here laughing at our accents. I mean, I laugh
4: at your accents. That has to be why uh, uh, Ireland listens.
0: That's
3: true. Uh,
4: Anyway, thank you for listening. Especially if you've listened from long distance. uh, Yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you,
0: India. Thank you, Providence. Thank you, thank you.
4: Thank you for being. Let's move on to the news.
0: Thank you for being a friend.
4: Sorry. Sometimes Um, Gabriel needs a gentle
2: push.
0: He started. He started. You gotta have some golden girls in your life. I started that. I I
3: hold my hands up. Gotta have some golden girls in your life.
0: All right. So we've got a lot of shit to talk about this week in a couple of things. Uh, I know uh, Neff, especially, was really hype to talk about some of the world of warcraft couple of small things in world of warcraft real quick
1: um i was
0: <laughs> yes because we've been talking about all this kind of stuff all morning all
1: right so the shadowlands beta sign up is live um the link is in the show notes you just are going to go there click on beta opt-in in the menu bar and then follow the instructions to get yourself opt-in to be able to beta shadowlands um, Woo! Alpha build have I been added you. to test servers and compatibility yes. to the Battle.net clients.
3: But they're encrypted, so we can't data mine them yet, so they're all encrypted, but we know they're there.
1: And Fingers we are being, I, I, will, I will say, I'm going to point this out because everybody knows that Carrie has been a guest and where Carrie works, Carrie is saying, opt in, the wave will be huge.
0: I mean, let's be frank. that has to be a huge wave because they need so much feedback this time. Oh, my they God. Got to get Shadowlands right. Shadowlands, Shadowlands
3: has to, has to be right. perfect.
0: It's, it's, it's got to go right. And I mean, I mean, BFA wasn't absolute dog shit. It was not absolutely no. terrible, but it didn't keep my attention. Legion was not absolute dog shit, but it didn't keep my attention. It's been just a lot of kind of forgettable.
1: And this is why you would be a good person to beta test, Gav.
3: I will say I haven't had an expansion knock Mess of Pandaria off the number one spot for me yet.
1: I Really? Lich King was my number one.
3: No, it goes Mess Lich, and then Legion for me. Uh, See,
1: I didn't come back in... After Lich King, I left right around when Dragon Soul was happening, and I didn't come back until a couple raids into Mists, so Mists wasn't a huge thing for me, because I was already playing catch up. Dragon Soul was cata. Yes, and Yeah, but that's when I left, and I oh, didn't okay, come okay, back that makes until... Sense. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I... The thing is, it's like, I... If anybody like has talked to me over any period of time, they know that I kind of fade in and out of the game. I haven't played like super super hardcore since the last expansion I was here for the entirety of an expansion was Wrath, actually, where I was start to finish on an expansion.
3: I um, do find I do because just from the chat, I do find it quite interesting. Top three expansions, regardless of order, seems to be Legion, Myths, and Wrath.
1: Yep. Uh, that doesn't surprise me, to be honest. I love pandas. It just wasn't my my personal top. Like I, wrath, hands down. Well, wrath
0: yeah. is wrath for the raiding experience is probably tops for me. Uh, I mean, even with Trial of the Crusader, um, the wrath raiding experience was fantastic. Oh, a hundred percent. Wrath think, was the
1: first one that made me roll a tear. <laughs>
0: um i think yeah i don't personally i mean wrath i know i don't think wrath was too easy and and Carrie in twitch chat is currently saying that wrath was too easy and i don't feel like wrath was too easy until the very end after lfr lfd uh was a thing lfd wasn't a thing the entire way through if i remember correctly
3: no, that came at that was introduced. Ice patch. No, think, the right? patch it was introduced
0: for uh, trial. It was there for trial. And yes, wrath could be pugged pretty easily. Um, I don't think. I mean, for the normal modes, yes, you could definitely one hundred percent do that really easily. And I, I'm, I'm gonna be hot take, but I actually liked quite a few of the encounters in Trial of the Crusader. And it's kind of a hot take for some people because they absolutely didn't like so Trial did of the Crusader. I,
1: most people hated it.
0: Um, I actually liked the PvP fight. I thought the PvP fight was fantastic on Heroic. I thought it yep, was just agree. absolutely amazing on Heroic. Um, I think Old War was... Best raid ever? Best. No, I don't think it's the best rate ever. I think it is top two, top three. And I think it's probably the best implementation of dynamic mode switching without having to be on a separate lockout. The game is... I now. I think
3: the separation from i think the fact that they separated normal and hard modes into normal heroic
0: was a mistake personally yeah.
1: i think, I think I, we're yeah. getting sidetracked again
0: i think yes uh, we are we are um long story short i have not played an entire expansion through since wrath um legion came kind of close and kata came kind of close i think but i didn't play all the way through Cata, i actually loved the rating experience in kata i liked dragon soul the
3: Hunter. only the only expansion i've ever unsubbed from this game was warlords of draenor the only game exp- i've ever unsubbed
1: my unsubbing didn't have anything to do with the game it had um things to do with what was going on in my guild and i just mm-hmm. needed to distance myself Been there before yeah It was a mental health thing, not a gaming thing.
0: See, I've been playing with the same people since Wrath. Adam, you can go to hell, sir, by the way.
1: (laughs) Um, I also included in the show notes, there was an article I read that I really enjoyed and it gave me a couple of giggles. It was called Death, and it's basically about um, the lore behind death in WoW. Um, It was called Dying in World of Warcraft is Complicated and It's Only Getting Worse it was actually a really interesting read and like i said it there was it, it's written in a in a humorous way um so it's totally worth just going and reading just for interest and i'm not going to say anything more than that because i want you to to read it but it it was cute
0: okay i'll have to give it a shot
1: i've read
3: through the article a little bit before and it, it's it's kind of adorable
1: <laughs> right <laughs> Complete with the pictures?
3: (laughs) The pictures are the best part.
1: Right? (laughs) Oh, dear. All right, so on to Diablo.
0: Okay, um, so Diablo, uh, of course, we're going to... Nath and I are going to go over that real quick because we are kind of playing during the seasons. Um, So Season 20 is going to be starting up March 13th. It is Season of the Forbidden Archives. Uh so it's this is actually one of the more interesting seasonal effects um so cube slots are not limited to one 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 armor weapon jewelry um you can put whatever you want in your three slots in the cube
4: diggity
1: so by whatever you want (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) gone um you can go you can pick three weapon you can go two armor one jewelry whatever combination thereof you know, it's not that you can pick three of each, but some people seem to have misunderstood that it was. Oh
2: yeah. You're still only
1: getting three cube slots, but it's just that you can pick those three cube slots from any of the things that from
0: the entirety of the list, not just the slot specific thing. So that's actually going to open up some really, I think that's going to open up some interesting Weirdness? I think we're gonna
1: I think we're gonna see some interesting builds come out of it because it opens up things that you wouldn't normally be able to do because I mean there are some Oh well in order to do that I need to wear this armor and have this one and this one, but you can't have well now you can.
0: <laughs> um I'm pretty certain that whirlwind barbarians are still gonna be top tier,
1: but yeah. Probably You're... Barbarian is ridiculously OP. Can we just put that out there? Like l- That's ridiculously what I play OP. Next uh. Um, the rewards from season eight are coming back for anyone who missed them. Um, so and Daryl's wings, which really, let's face it, they're not wings; they're spider legs. Um, the boots and the pants for the Conqueror set, and a series <laughs> of portrait frames that kind of look like a little fiery star, which I quite like um if you already have those there's also new rewards including a new portrait frame series um and a bat pet that kind of looks like a worgen wrapped in mummy gear with bat ish mm-hmm.
0: um we also they have revealed the conquests available for the season uh it'll be curses and stars Star aligned which is a cursed chest at t- uh, torment 10 or higher and 350 mobs killed during that chest uh divinity and Lionhearted again, which is solo gr seventy five boss mode. World's part, which is the speed run challenge for the bosses on T ten. Years of War or Dynasty, which is uh, mastering. I think three set dungeons for your class. Yeah, um, it
1: didn't specify. It just literally said it just said that it was about mastering various set dungeons. I, I don't know how. Want to say
0: it's but... three, if I remember correctly, because I've done that one before.
1: But is it three classes or three? No, it's three
0: sets. I believe it's three okay. sets. Vicarious thing is just three in the chat. Yeah. It doesn't matter what class. You just have to master three set dungeons. That's all. Um, And I've done that on Barbarian before, so that won't be too hard. Um, And Masters of the Universe, uh, which is Master of Sets, which is set dungeons, which should just be unlocking all of the set dungeons and completing them, if I remember correctly. I think. For the the class, for a class, I think. If I remember correctly.
1: For heads... I can never say it. Adrig. Thank you for the gifts. Um, Barbarians are getting Immortal King's Call. Crusaders are getting Seeker of the Light. Demon Hunters, Natalia's Vengeance. Monk, Boolean Stratagem. Necros are getting Tragul's, which I love. Uh, Witch Doctors are getting Spirit of Eriker. And Wizards are getting Veer's Amazing Arcana.
0: So Wizard is going to be interesting because that is a Archon build, I think. I think Veers is the Archon build. Uh, Witch Doctor is Spiders. Uliana's, I think, is Seven Sided Strike. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, Natalia's Vengeance is really good. I think that's the Flippy Speed build, if memory serves. Uh, Immortal King's Call is Pets. So I don't know if I'll play Barb this season, but uh, Tragules is interesting. Seeker of the Light, I don't know anything about. I don't really play Crusader, um, but yeah, no, looks in- looks like an interesting season for Hadrick's gift. I might play Monk this season. It's not as bro- it's nowhere near as broken as this prior season has been with being Wrath of the Wastes as the initial set for Barb's, because uh, Wrath of the Wastes is one of the top climbing. Uh, uh, top uh, greater rift classes. So, yeah,
1: uh, there, are, we, there are there hmm? are so also some brand new sets that we haven't seen before that are coming too.
0: Yeah, so we are we are going to be seeing some interesting stuff there. Yeah, uh, because of how the cube is working and everything. Uh, but we did also get a quarterly update for D four. Uh, they have confirmed controller support. Uh, they've also mentioned that the left mouse click can be rebound and they're also talking about uh, some of the other interesting sort of monster related bits too so we'll have a link to that in the show description uh, in the show notes so y'all can kind of produce that at your leisure because we could probably just talk about that for like an hour
3: and the, the <laughs> UI even though it's a work in progress does look pretty good
1: yeah I mean, yes, it does I, I like the difference between what they're doing with PC and console but they're also giving PC the option to have the the UI in the console, in, in a console way. Um, one of the other things that I did see in there, but I forgot to write in, was they're talking about um... shit. Hold on. I forgot. What talking I talking about, about, about shit? Yes, they were talking about shit.
0: Corporophagia. <laughs>
1: Couch co-op, that's what they're sorry. I went absolutely blank. Um, because they're seeing a lot of um couch co-op with it being on the consoles and stuff like that. And so talking about how they're going to accommodate that because it is a lot more used than they had, I guess, realized.
0: Good. Couch co-ops, great idea.
1: Um, no
2: I think
0: I'd, it's cool. I hope that they do get it running, do get D4 running on Switch. Yes, agreed. And I think that would be a really good thing for them. Absolutely if you can run agreed. and uh Warframe on a switch, you can run Diablo on a switch.
1: Well, D is on the switch. So yes, I know. I, I would expect that you'd see D4 be on
0: They seem to be aiming for a sl- for a higher graphical fidelity. So of course that's always a concern when you're running on something that does seven twenty p, you know.
1: In other Diablo news, it mm-hmm. looks like Netflix is going to be getting a Diablo anime and also possibly an Overwatch cartoon. So that's really interesting.
3: I'm kind of not interested in Diablo one, but the Overwatch
0: one would be fucking amazing. I actually think the Diablo one would be really interesting, especially if it's... I would love to dark. see like a prequel. Oh, I, I, would, no, I would dark. love to see a prequel i would love to see the lead up to tristram falling and uh
1: oh like a prequel to to number one like to the
0: first game Yeah, i would love to see like a prequel to the first game
1: interesting yeah
0: i think like as a sort of like uh you know what's going to happen at the end of it but you're just hoping to god it all goes well and it's like oh no (laughs) oh no uh aiden aiden don't don't please don't put that in your oh shit he put it in his head again fuck I think it would be interesting to see that like like a prequel, like either a full prequel, like it. uh, The last scene of the whole thing is uh, Aiden uh, arriving in Tristram. Aiden is the is it is his name Aiden? I want to say his name is Aiden. Uh, The warrior from the fighter from Diablo one is canonically the lost son of the king is the one of the king's sons. Uh, The dark wanderer.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, I think that would be really interesting to see like that being the last scene is like him arriving in Tristram or I would like to see something that kind of takes place over the sort of kind of goes over the first game. Cause I think that that with how atmospheric that first game could be in some cases, I think it would and how they didn't really tell a lot of story. um, I think it could really has a lot of design space that they could work with.
3: I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Sounds like a really good place for people who have never uh, played or seen Diablo before as well. I they mean, yeah. I mean, it the, doesn't from scratch.
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't... You don't get into Rathma. You don't get into Zakarum. I mean, you get into Zakarum, really. You don't really talk about Rathma. You don't talk about Inor, uh, Inarius. You don't talk about the Council of Angels. It's literally one man versus the hordes of hell. Or watching a man corrupt a kingdom and turn them to... You know, evil. I think thing that would is be pretty cool
3: for for an anime series like that. It would be a really good. I think it'd be a really good thing because obviously, Diablo One, Diablo Two. Um, uh, you've got that those stories. They could they could after they do like a if they do a prequel as you as you're suggesting, and I completely agree with that idea. They should do that. It would be a good place to start off and just kind of tell the story. Um, to a new audience who have
0: never experienced those games. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see, and I'm reading the article right now. It specifically mentions that the Diablo series is in pre-production, which is rendered in an anime style, which sounds to me like they're not going to be using a major... I'm wondering if they're going to be using one of the major animation studios out of Japan or if they're just going to be going with a lookalike kind of thing. Like Tetmas or something. Yeah, that kind of thing. I
1: would assume since they're saying anime style, they're probably not using something out of Japan.
0: So, I mean, I would love to see Bones or somebody do a take on that. I mean, who did Castlevania? Who did the Castlevania one?
1: It was a North American studio. I believe.
0: I I, want to say, yeah, Castlevania TV series. Sorry. Um, Developed by Adi Shankar, written by Warren Ellis. Yeah, by the way, that was also written by Warren Ellis, which was just fantastic. Uh, Frederator actually did the production in Powerhouse along with Shankar Animation. So yeah, it was U.S. and Southeast Asian based
1: that's also on my to watch list. How did that turn out? Did is it good?
0: Uh Castlevania. Oh, I absolutely mm. loved it. It was fantastic. Oh, good. Okay. Uh both <laughs> seasons were actually pretty good. Uh, it's uh, 12 episodes I believe at this point.
1: I have way too much shit on my to watch list. It's a good thing that I tend to binge watch things.
0: Yeah. Uh the first season was 4 episodes. Second season was eight, I think. Yeah. Um and a third season, a 10 episode third season has been greenlit with Ellis still writing. Uh scheduled to release in March of this year.
1: Mm, that's tomorrow. Uh
0: March 5th is the scheduled release date.
1: Okay, well that's not tomorrow, but March is.
0: It's very close, yeah. Yeah, and Carrie's right, like sort of like Legend of Korra, sort of Voltron, which Federator and people like that are just yeah it costs a shit ton but they would not be they would not have gone to a third season and keep like nearly doubling the episode uh carrie mentions that uh, castlevania just costs a shit ton to produce which is accurate but they wouldn't if they weren't getting a return on investment they wouldn't have doubled the episode uh the number of episodes per season so uh i've been very happy with it completely so yeah uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, Diablo anime series—I am really hyped to see. I would love to possibly see it done in very much the same sort of style as Castlevania because it's got a nice dark gothic look to it. Uh, Overwatch cartoon—I'm okay with. I as long as it's not in like the modern cartoon style, not the cartoon Renaissance style, but like that modern sort of blocky, chunky. Everything's done in flash way. Uh, what is it? Uh, the, Teen Titans, and the... uh, uh, I don't know the name of cartoons nowadays. Shit.
1: I don't think that's a cartoon.
0: Teen Titans? Yes, yes it is. I know it is, because they had a movie a couple years ago, I think.
1: I know Teen Titans is. (laughs) Teen Titans.
0: Uh, But yeah, no, I would... if, If it's done, like faithfully i think overwatch could be okay it depends when you say cartoon it usually means when you say cartoon it normally means uh you're you're aiming for the kids audience when you say anime you're normally aiming for a slightly older audience you're aiming for like the teen and up in my experience
1: Mm, not necessarily it's just drawing style
0: Uh, I mean I don't think Blizzard has the money to do an entire thing in the same style as their cinematics they they, they frankly don't have the money to do it because those things are fucking expensive I would love to see it though oh I would absolutely lose my shit about it
1: Okay, Adam, you and I need to have an entirely different conversation about how I never knew that you went to animation school.
0: And actually, Adam, yes. most uh, A lot of stuff is done in uh, between 2000 to like uh, 2010, 2011, 2012-ish. A lot of stuff was just like straight up made in Flash because it was cheap and easy to do. Uh, tweening is a joke in uh, Flash. It is the easiest thing on the planet to do. Um, But yeah, so we do also have some non-Blizzard stuff like game related that we kind of wanted to talk about as we sort of just ramble on here for a bit. And the section seems to be growing as the weeks go on. As the weeks go on. Yeah, Kevin, um,
1: something, something (sighs) rebranding.
0: Kevin, I know (laughs) this one's probably close to your heart, so if you wanted to talk about CD Projekt.
4: Um, Neth, did you I I don't want to steal your thunder here, Neth, if you want to oh, do this one. Go ahead,
0: Nath. Uh, Nath, She's She-Deadman.
4: Um, so Kevin, CD Projekt Red had them. an announcement this week that basically said if you bought Cyberpunk 2077 for okay. Xbox.
1: Kev, hold on cuz you yep. Were you talking that whole time?
4: Yes, yeah.
0: we've all been talking we were all this whole talking. time.
4: She's gone, brah. That's internet is cutting out.
1: Oh, okay. I figured out what it was. So the spawn was going to plug in the Xbox controller because the batteries are low. He plugged it into the wrong thing, and suddenly the audio for the stream was going to his headset and not my headset. <laughs> So that was
0: why I couldn't hear anything. Spawn.
4: Child.
0: Uh, No, we were saying if you wanted to talk about Cyberpunk and CD Projekt News.
1: No, no, go ahead, Kevin.
4: Okay, so if you buy Cyberpunk 2077 for Xbox, you will get a free upgrade. Well, you'll get the Series X Xbox version of Cyberpunk 2077 for free. So... I think this is a great thing to do. And I hope they decide to do this for other platforms as well. That um, we know that we're kind of reaching the end of the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 4 life. 360? Xbox 360 one. was like
0: 10 years <clears throat> ago. Xbox One. Xbox
4: One. one? Okay. Um, yeah, this is how much I'm up on consoles. Um, so since it's the end of the life cycle, and we know that we're getting a new Xbox, we're getting a new playstation i don't know if they've decided to do this for playstation or not but at least for xbox you'll be able to I get the series x version for free. any
1: information that said that they were going to be doing it for playstation but that would be something that sony would control not necessarily them
4: okay um, um real yeah quick. it's
1: it and, seems you know like historically it's really... sony not so much on board with the giving things out free
3: generally not uh carrie i mean they did it for Final Fantasy XIV. If you had it on yeah. PS3, you got it on PS4 automatically.
0: I mean, this what they're doing right here is not unprecedented uh, for anybody. So it's just going to be interesting to see who actually gets on top of it. The, also, what? Mm-hmm?
3: Kerry makes a good point. PS4, uh, PlayStation is typically a lot better yes. with the backwards
0: compatibility. They usually are, but I will argue and say that Xbox, uh, Microsoft has done a very good job over the lifespan of these, of the X, of the crossbones, uh, about getting backwards compatibility up. And they have mentioned very specifically that they're designing the Series X with backwards compatibility, like, first and foremost in mind, so. I think think Sony's doing
3: the same, so it's going to be a backwards, it's going to be a good for backwards compatibility for this gen, then
0: yeah backwards compatibility can be really useful well, i mean also you have so many people i mean especially with microsoft uh, weighing so heavily onto uh, you know the game as the uh, the service model rather than the selling you stuff model i think that i think ultimately microsoft is better poised for this for this generation Personally, that's just me.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think, like, if you had a computer and you were playing the game, it would kind of be like you bought a new video card and you can upscale it to the new graphics, like, without having to pay for a completely different game, you know? And it's kind of like they're giving the console people that kind of flexibility that, like, hey, if you upgrade, you can still, you know, play the new version of the game without having to buy it again, which I think is a great thing.
0: I think it's just a calculated set of PR mm. moves in an attempt to make sure that they look good going into the new generation. But that's just me.
4: I mean, i rather they do this and no. actually build it for the current generation than just saying like, oh, we're just going to wait until the new version comes out and you'll have to buy it on that.
3: Oh, they're they're building it for the new gen. Like they're building it with a well, new yeah. gen in mind.
4: But, but they could have chose uh, to only build Gav it for the new
3: gen. is completely right in what he's saying. It's a PR move.
0: It's very calculated, and I appreciate them trying to pull it off and do it that way. Oh, 100%.
4: I mean, they could have also said, screw you guys, buy it again on Series X.
0: Completely, which is what most people would have expected, to be honest. No, that's the problem, is that nowadays consumers want more options. Um, Console players are such a huge console players are such a huge uh market well they've always the console players have always been a larger market than pc players that's just plain and simple of truth it's they've always been a larger market but console players are more vocal about wanting to have a more pc like experience these days and that's what i'm seeing
4: well, and you also have other options like Stadia, where you don't have to yeah. buy it multiple times that's once the, you buy like, it.
0: That's, that's exactly the, what I was Stadia. talking about. Well, but, that's exactly what I mentioned earlier. That's what Microsoft is aiming for. It's it's a platform as a service. Rather they don't they don't really want to care about selling you games. Games are expensive to physically manufacture and ship out to stores. They want you to do cloud. They want you to play off the cloud. They want you you have all of your stuff stored in the cloud. They want to sell you a subscription to their game service, the Xbox, uh, uh, Game Pass, uh, uh, Humble Bundle, places like that. The whole concept is they save so much money not dealing with the physical side of things that the service, even if they're only charging you like Xbox for five bucks a month, they're going to make their money back tenfold every time. Yep.
4: Yes. They. They want recurring revenue. That's what they want. They want recurring revenue. They want you to they want to know that your 10 dollars every month is going to come in, or five dollars, whatever the hell you're paying. They want exactly. to be able to bank on that.
1: I will say though, CD project has really been on um, you know, they're, they're looking at making sure that their customers are happy. Look at what they did with um, the updated mm-hmm. refund policy for GOG. You know, it's the same thing. It's about making your consumers happy
4: yeah which is a good segue to the fact that gog has now updated the refund policy to a full 30 days even if you've played the game which is fantastic which is great I how mean, many people do you think are going to abuse this so well, well, many no, people
1: no they have they have said that they will be looking at it still on a case by case case by case basis so if you have someone who like gets a game plays it for 30 days refunds it gets a game plays it for 30 like they're going to clue into that, and they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, okay, not so much. Right? But, I mean, mm-hmm. like, um, Steam had like, I I I was appreciative for Steam's, although it's only, you have to have played less than an hour? I don't
4: I know what their policy is. Less than two
1: hours. It's a very small amount of time, but as mom of the spawn, there's been a few times where you know he's had a game in the wish list. I've gotten it for him for birthday, Christmas, whatever. And then when he starts to play, he's like, Oh, this is not at all what I expected it to be. This is really not fun. And so I've taken advantage of um Steam's refund because he hasn't played it that much. And so I'm like, Yeah, okay, let's just get a refund. But I like what they're going to with the full 30 days out because then it's not like okay watch the clock make sure that you've you haven't played more than x amount of time yeah
4: i mean remember the days when you could go to blockbuster and run a game and play it for oh my 72 hours over a weekend if you wanted to. that was the
1: only way i used to play games for the longest time because i would beat things so quickly that I was like, I'm not buying it unless I know I'm not going to beat it in three days. So except I except enter-
3: in the UK it wasn't Blockbuster; it was Video Global.
4: Abages? What? It was I mean, called there Video was, Global over here. There, there was no time limit on how much you could play that. If you you could play it all fucking weekend, and if you still hated it, no one was forcing you to buy that game. You know. Nope. Uh, Why have we gone to this? I can only play for X amount of hours. World. I, it of, I don't know. I have well,
3: vivid memories of because there was a Buffy game that they brought out on X on the original Xbox. I remember, I remember vividly bringing that game home from the video store, playing it all weekend, and then getting it the next weekend because I saw it and finished it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a Buffy game. There was a Buffy game on the Xbox.
4: Apparently, it was good. It was very good. I loved that game. According to Chris. <laughs> but i i don't know i it i feel like we need to have some kind of a middle ground rental type period for some games because some games yeah you could yeah. like we like gavin and i were saying earlier like some games you play for a bunch of hours and you still don't like the thing should you be forced to pay the entire price for it or should you have some kind of like a five dollar ten dollar rental period type thing
0: yeah, I mean honestly, I think that if we could get back to demos being reasonably sized and actually demos. That's just me. I, I personally liked the whole demo process, you know, back in the 90s. I thought that was great. Oh, um, I agree.
1: When you used but, to buy PC Mag PC Gamer magazine and they came in the game in the magazine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah, so because really that doesn't really right I remember now. that. Yeah. Demos don't really work with games as a service and things like that anymore, you know? Well,
3: it's... majority of people think, oh, betas are demos.
0: That's... No. Beta is not a demo. A Beta is a testing phase. I think that, like, things with, like, Destiny 2, with New Light, which by the way, I'll mention that also in there uh, when we get down a little bit further. Um, You know, I think that when they moved to the New Light system, I think that was the best Thing they could have done for themselves because it acts as a demo.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Game is free. You have access to eighty percent of the game.
4: Right there. Or if you do like EA Origins, you get all of those games for as much as you want to play them for as long as you're paying for it. So
0: or it, if you that's do better. Xbox Game Pass six yeah, bucks and thing. you get some brand new games right as they come out. Yeah, and then decide. Okay, do I want to buy this game, or do I just want to keep playing it from the cloud?
4: Right, and that's not bad. I mean, I would do that. Like, I've done that for games. I've bought like the service so that I can play a specific game for like a month, and then I just canceled it, and I spent fifteen bucks on it, and that's it. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe that is the maybe that's the better way to do it going forward is just have a game service and have it available there. Then you don't have to worry about how much you play or whatever. It's just pay for the service or not. Anyway, it might be a good idea in the future to have like a game refund roundup. I would like to see what different companies do and what their different policies are. Uh, To see if there's like one that's better than another or if they're different. Maybe that's a future show topic.
1: What you mean like GOG versus Steam versus whatever?
4: Yeah. Hmm. What's the benefits? What's the drawbacks? What are people doing? Anyway, let's move on. I know Neth likes the Ubisoft.
1: You would almost think that I'm a fangirl. Because I totally (laughs) am a fangirl. (laughs) So I read a very interesting couple of stories this week, and I've only included the link to one, mainly because I couldn't find the other ones again. Um, So there are a few insiders who are known for being um, really accurate in their news for um, Ubisoft leaks that are saying that the Ragnarok rumors are either flat out inaccurate or a potential misdirect to keep people away from what it's really going to be. Um I mean let's face it it's Assassin's Creed. I'm playing it. It doesn't matter where the fuck they said it. I will be sad if we don't eventually have one in in the Viking era if this one is not in the Viking area, but I'm playing it regardless. So I just find it really interesting that if this is a misdirect, they have done a bang-up fucking job with a hell of a slew of stuff misdirecting people.
4: I mean, I would rather a company actually have, like, puzzles or something. You know, like, what they did for releasing certain characters in Overwatch? There was, like, kind of puzzles that you had to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that would be cool. I would rather them do that than people trying to, like, you know, piece together random stuff from the internet and try to figure out what's actually happening. Or, you know, just wait and play the game when it comes out.
3: Or just do, do what I do, just watch Game Theory on
4: YouTube. <laughs> people want to try to figure that stuff out. I mean, they want to know what's coming, they want to get hyped for it.
1: Oh, I'm hyped for it regardless. <clears throat> just, just put Assassin's Creed in front of it. I'm hyped. Like, I fucking love those games. We'll play it regardless. I don't care where, at what time, era, where you set it. I'm playing it. I'm buying it. I will have it. But I was really looking forward to Ragnarok because fucking Viking lore, like, that's so cool. But who knows if it's a misdirect? Like, there's other equally cool stuff that they could do that would be really, really interesting to see. So now I'm wondering, like... If it is if it is a misdirect, like ooh, where is where could we possibly really be going, right? Like,
0: uh, Assassin's Creed Cambodian Revolution.
1: Well, there's there's a th- I wish I could find the other article, but there's a theory that ties into um, some stuff that came up in the lore as you go through the storylines, and there's three symbols that are seen side by side: a pyramid. An omega and the I don't know what they're called. They're the Japanese gates.
0: Oh, uh, the 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 Shinto gates. I don't remember what they're called off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know the official name of them. But so there, there there's those three symbols that are always seen together, and it's always the pyramid, the omega, and the gate. Well, pyramid origins. Ashomun. Omega Tori. Tori. Ashomun. Yes, Tori. That's it. It's Tori. Okay, so pyramid. Origins, Omega, Odyssey. So is Ragnarok a misdirect for something that's going to take place in Japan because Tori gate, right? So.
0: Interesting. Tori. There's two eyes to it.
1: So I'm now I'm like, I'm still nerding out about New Assassin's Creed, but now I'm really interested in following this whole... What could it really be?
0: (laughs) I mean, I mean, it could also be a misdirection for Japan also, because those sort of gates are actually fairly common across Southeast Asia. Uh, Koreans have the Hong Samun, Chinese have the Pailo, and the Indians have the Torana, which are all very similar in style
1: yeah and like it, it's just it, it's lit, and it's literally just three icons so it's like you have a, literally an icon of a pyramid you have an icon of the omega symbol and then you have an icon that looks like one of those gates so it, it could be any iteration thereof but it is those three symbols are side by side all the time so
0: so Carrie says give me a weeb ass creed and that just sounds like some sort of deviant sexual position <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not touching that. Okay, so the one that Bill and a bunch Great. of other people were really excited about. I'll let you guys fight over who's going to talk about it.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I think Chris and I will definitely be talking about this. But hey, Baldur's Gate three, buddy. Woo! Yeah, <coughs> um, I mostly added
4: this for you, D and D nerds. Yep.
0: Uh, so uh, Baldur's that Gate can 3, hurt. Yeah. It's okay. Um, Baldur's Gate 3 uh, is coming out. If you haven't been following the news about that, uh, Larian Studios partnered with Wizards of the Coast to do the development uh, and to do the development for a Baldur's Gate 3. They have been very clear that they are not trying to redo Baldur's Gate 1 or 2. They've been very abundantly clear that they are not doing Baldur's Gate 1 or 2. Which is good. I respect them. Larian is a fantastic studio that does really good. Uh, they, they're really good at what they do, which is turn-based, isometric, sort of almost Infinity Engine, but not quite uh, role-playing games. And <laughs> I'm interested to see what they do. Uh,
3: Baldur's Gate Three is going to be based on Fifth Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, Rules. it is. Uh, but it will Yep. Uh, but it will include tweaks and modifications just, you know, so that it translates to video games. Um, but yeah, based off 5th edition
0: rulebook. Yep. Uh, and they are also, for those of you who were Baldur's Gate 1 or 2 fans, uh, they will not be doing real-time combat. It will be a turn-based combat. Uh, so Which it's gonna be very, I'm super excited for. I'm not personally, but I'm going to give it a fair shake. I'm still going to buy the game, but um, I'm not thrilled with that. But I understand that turn-based combat works really well with what they're trying to do. And it's something that they do really well. They know how to pace correctly. So So the reason I'm super excited
3: about it, though, because I've played um, Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, Completely turn-based, super fun play style. Now,
0: Chris, you've never actually played Baldur's Gate 1 or 2, have you? No, I have not, which is why I'm very excited for this one i need to get you the enhanced editions and just send those to you um because they are both really fantastic games and you don't really need to know everything about what you're doing uh you don't really need to understand uh second edition rules to play the. oh that fits me perfectly because you know i played world of warcraft for 15 years i still couldn't tell the fuck i'm doing yeah so sorry yeah, I mean, it's like I'm not in Carrie saying that he's a hundred thousand percent okay with it being turn based, and it's like I'm not up, I'm not, it's not going to make me not buy the game. I'm going to buy the game because Larian Studios is a good development house, and I mm-hmm. love the whole story with Baldur's Gate. Um, I think that it's one of the more interesting stories that, uh, kind of if you follow any of like Dungeons and Dragons storyline. Baldur's Gate sort of is a kind of core moment. Takes place during some core moments in the development of Faerûn and the Sword Coast especially. Yes. So um it's just it's it tells of the time of troubles and kind of touches on the spell plague and a bunch of other stuff so it's really really interesting. Do we and know what I, the story for 3 is going to be built around? Uh, no, we know it's going to be 100 years take place 100 years after uh, Baldur's Gate 2. Okay. That's about all we know. It takes place 100 years after, and they have not said who you're playing as. Okay, um, I'm excited, I, though. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be real interesting. I mean, just the fact that there's such a huge change between AD&D, Baldur's Gate, and the Sword Coast, and 5th edition Baldur's Gate and the Sword Coast. Like, Baldur's Gate was a big town, but it's now the biggest town. On this one of the biggest towns on the Sword Coast at this point, so
3: the thing is, there is a there is a D&D book that apparently takes that as the prequel to Baldur's
0: Gate 3. Uh, yeah, wouldn't be surprised. I the, no, it was, is Baldur's
3: Gate, Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus, a
0: fairness, is yeah, the prequel
3: uh tabletop module for Baldur's Gate
0: 3. So, yeah, it's gonna be detailing Blood War stuff then. Okay, so that's going to be interesting. Which, you know, you're, you're if they involve the ball spawn, that'll make sense.
3: Which, you know, we are setting up a D&D campaign. We should never play through that.
4: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah. Or I we mean, could I just, think, like, play Divinity or something together, which is basically a D&D game on, on the computer. Yeah, um, but that's, that's
0: be actually, 5E. what I'm the most excited about is to see if they are going to have a DM mode in Baldur's Gate 3, that is accurate. It is core accurate to the game. The tabletop game.
3: Which would be quite, because the Divinity Original Sin 2 DM mode, it's, just, it's not it's not, uh, I think it's based on its own rule set?
0: It's its own rule set, yeah. It, it's it's yeah, a very it, rule set they use.
3: But even within that, it's 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 still a very cool uh, and very well designed DM mode.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's why because I mean there was a, there was essentially a DM mode in Baldur's Gate 2 I want to say essentially kind of like that um, so I'm interested to see if they give us a full DM mode in uh, Neverwinter actually was the one that had full DM mode for th- 3.5 I think uh, Neverwinter Neverwinter Nights had a full 3.5 DM mode or was in Neverwinter 2 whatever whatever I think it was what T- I think it was Nights. I think, well, there was Neverwinter Nights 1 and Neverwinter Nights 2. I think, uh, it was, I
3: think it was the first one.
0: I think it was the first one. I don't remember, but tangent. I'm just excited to see if they have a DM mode that's going to be accurate to 5th edition rules. Because if it is, that's going to be a game changer for telegaming.
1: gaming You went on a tangent? That's really unlike you. Yeah, but it I was absolutely like a
3: really, really like close to the point tangent. <laughs> It was okay. But that yeah, so is I'm really, really interesting. what yep. to do with that.
4: Really isn't really that just called a conversation?
0: Kind of, it's still yeah. Kind of broke off though. So we will be linking the uh, cinematic and the interview with the head of Larian Studios uh, with his gameplay preview in the show notes. Uh, we thoroughly encourage you to watch it if you are a tabletop geek or a baldur's geek, or just a role playing geek in general.
4: By the way, did any of you guys back the Larian Studios board game? I did not. I didn't know that was on the Kickstarter.
3: I didn't know that was on Kickstarter. It was.
4: It's based on Divinity.
3: Oh, interesting. Um, I saw,
4: I saw it when I was at Gamescom. Brita. They were letting people play it for an hour and giving them feedback. But okay, that was pretty cool. cool. Yeah. What was that last Kickstarter you did, Nev?
1: Throw a burrito. The
4: last oh, Kickstarter I,
3: I did was the Critical Role anime series. That was like two years ago. Yeah. So it it was that, that was last year. That the was last year. Fun. Was it last year? Yeah, because
1: I, I haven't been on the show for two years and we were talking about it. When I'm I was still
4: sitting and waiting for it. You were talking about
3: it It feels every like an eternity.
0: Because it was huge! We about still that. the biggest, still Four, the
3: biggest three, Kickstarter.
0: Three months or something like that.
3: Still the biggest Kickstarter, Kevin. Yep. No one has taken oh. their title from them yet. Okay. But
0: there's going to be just a lot of really interesting stuff going on if it's... Uh, over, the, over the next couple of weeks, next couple of months, relating specifically to Baldur's Gate. So um, get hype. Hype, hype. Um, okay. Following that, uh, we have bungee news because I, of course, am still playing Destiny 2. Now, nobody else really is quite playing as much as I am, but um, we do have some Destiny 2 stuff that's coming out that I wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, so... It is confirmed. The next season is season of the worthy, as everyone said, and you know, Bungie was denying or not commenting on for the longest time. Uh, but we are getting season of the worthy. There is a time limited. Uh, there are a couple of time limited cinematics available right now. Oh, sorry, one time limited cinematic and a cinematic that leads into season of the worthy. Um, if you haven't played in a while, I would suggest looking on and taking a look at those and seeing how they are because they're pretty good cinematics. It's a couple, there, there's a longer one featuring Osiris and Resputin. And then there's just a nice short little one about you activating the lighthouse because guess what? Trials are back, motherfuckers. So, Trials mm-hmm. is the 3v3 sweat lord mode, um, it will be an elimination. Uh, game uh, with lives, I believe. I think there's a limited number of lives and elimination mode. Uh, so it is the sweatiest of sweaty PVPs. It is a track up to 12, and the goal is to not die and beat 12 people in a row.
4: And if you do that, well, you get access
0: to the lighthouse, which will get you some glows and some shaders and some interesting stuff.
4: It's, it's basically like elimination, but you're doing that 12 times in a row and hopefully not. Like, is it? Going the way that it worked last time, if you died three times, your run ended, right? I believe so. Yes. So I you only have
2: played
0: to... Trial of the Nine like four or five times.
4: Okay. So it, yeah, it's not like Trials of the Nine because it's not four v four; it's three v three, like it was in Destiny One. Destiny One, yeah.
0: So this this is literally Trials
4: of Osiris back again from Destiny One. And I doubt it's twelve in a row. Are you sure it's that many? That would be a lot.
0: No, it's a twelve. It's twelve runs. You you need twelve wins. It was the same as Destiny One. Twelve wins Bam, to that, get out to the White House. That is
4: hard. So you have uh, to beat twelve different teams yep. without ever with losing to skill based
0: matchmaking. I believe. I believe it is. Uh, it's. I believe it's skill or MMR. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. they actually mentioned this in the uh, in the developer interview that they did with uh, I think it was Luke Smith. I did a developer interview for it, and he said that. The way that matchmaking is going to work, it's going to try. It's going to do everything in its power to match you against someone that is in a very similar place on their run, comparative to you. So, if you're at eleven wins, it will pair you up with someone else with eleven wins. Hmm. Uh, If you're at five wins, it'll try to pair you up with somebody with five wins. So, it's trying to like make sure that you're that the desperation is real. (laughs) So it's like, it's truly an elimination round because it's like you're going up against somebody else with 11 wins or whatever, and mmm, shit's gonna get fucked, son. I'm gonna pull that up real
2: quick.
0: And it is gonna be a weekend-only mode. No, this will be available on weekends.
4: I did do Trials of the Nine, which is similar, a few times when Destiny 2 was just starting and I do like the fact that it it, you feel like there's something at stake right like you're trying to get all of your wins in a row but the thing that I think sucks about it is like when you don't go flawless and you do have a loss like a lot of people just want to stop playing and like
0: well I mean they're they're trying to get up they're trying to get to the lighthouse that's what they want to do is they want to get to the lighthouse so that's gonna be what they're gonna shoot for I mean, that's 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 the ultimate goal of PvPers is to hit their 12. And yes, it is it is it 12 with three losses and then you're eliminated after three losses. But people want to go flawless. They don't want to lose any matches. They don't want to lose right. people.
4: But that's that, not everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like the best of the best that can do that. Because 12 in yeah, a row, right. I mean, it's just... Oof. I
0: think it's 12 in a row. Double checking.
4: I mean, when we do elimination now... I think the best we can do is maybe like two or three in a row, and then yeah. we inevitably get matched against a better team, and they oh, wipe nine. us.
0: Sorry, it's not twelve; it's nine. It looks like. Then get better, Kevin.
4: Yeah, we can only have care or LB follow or LB carry us so times. far. Yeah. Uh, but yeah it looks fun they're also doing some class changes and gab says that there's other shit going into the new oh yeah
0: there's there's they're thing. doing a lot of changes with weapons holy crap weapons are oh. it's a very yes. long list that i can't really go completely into but i mean different.
4: if, if you, yeah if you follow destiny news and you haven't been living under a rock you've seen literally every destiny streamer do a video about the gun changes that are coming to like lord of wolves and uh Uh, some of the other sniper changes
0: it's more like the changes to sniper rifles and a bunch of other stuff that's related to that also during the development interview um luke smith i believe it was luke smith who did the interview specifically mentioned that they don't like how a lot of weapons are evergreen So they're considering going back to the Destiny 1 system from the beginning where weapons can only be infused up to a certain point. And after that you can no longer infuse them past a certain light level. Which I will not be happy with because I've been using the same pulse rifle in my primary slot since Forsaken launched. But there's just a lot of stuff and I don't think it would be super conducive to a good show if i sat here and just covered destiny 2 uh class changes for a while so go watch datto go watch houndish go watch Jazz or somebody on youtube they'll have done uh some really in-depth uh somebody go watch them they'll have done some really in-depth looks at the uh changes that are going to be upcoming um just be aware that a lot of stuff's going to be different than it has been recently
4: I mean, I've heard it boiled down to like, oh, the only gun that you'll be able to use is spare rations and things like that. I'm just like, no, not really.
0: They're, they're I'm they're, sure they're...
4: it's going to be, I'm sure there's going to be choices and options, and I just think they're trying to get rid of some of the overpowered or annoying guns. That well,
0: I mean, you know, like they're nerfing Izanagi's, they're nerfing a lot of, they're we're nerfing yeah. sniper rifles across the board. There's just a lot of changes.
4: So um, go watch those videos. To like... Do a much better job at it than we can now.
0: Now, the other thing that I did want to mention real fast before we jumped into anything else with um, Destiny 2 was that during that development interview, like I mentioned earlier, they were very clear about saying, hey, we've heard the feedback. You all don't like time limited events. So going forward, all of our event things are going to be just core gameplay. So like imperium foundation donating for the obelisks and things like that that would be that is something that's going away at the end of the season uh prior season um the um not garden of salvation but it was the vex offensive went away uh so it's people don't like that
3: no, um so
0: it sucks being like FOMO. That's the thing, fear of missing out. That is what they've talked about very extensively during the interview, and they people don't like FOMO. So they're going to be moving events to being evergreen events or rotating events kind of thing. So I think it's really interesting, and I think it's a really good way to do things because right now, I mean, I'm not a fan of the fact that I... Finished almost everything for Undying, but I'm never gonna get Undying because I didn't do everything in the timeframe they wanted me to because the next season was coming out. You know? Yeah. Um, so I think it's really good change. And I of course that will be happening for the rest of this season. That's all that's year four development uh stuff, which is they've already planned out this year, which is year three. Year four we'll be seeing evergreen events and things like that coming back. So Good to hear, and I can't wait to see how that ends up going. Um yeah, I think that kind of covers what I wanted to talk about with Destiny at least. We talk about DD now. Sure. Kevin Neff.
1: Yeah, I guess we can talk about it. Yay.
0: Hey. <laughs> I mean it's a simple majority. I guess you win. You can talk about okay. it. Okay. Two things. Um, first off, uh
3: there are two new D&D books. Uh, Wizard of the Coast books coming uh the uh, start of the year. Uh, so uh, the first one's coming in March, I want to say.
0: I believe Love so. It. Oh, um, sorry. Last thing. Uh, the next season, uh, season of the World starts on the 10th of March. Awesome. Okay, so...
3: First book's coming in March. Uh, uh, Wizard of the Coast is partnering with uh, the amazing people over at Critical Role to create a campaign book. Uh, the book is called The Explorer's Guide to Wildemount. Uh And it is a complete campaign source for the continent of Wildmount uh, of of Matt Mercer's creation for the planet of Tal'Dorei. Uh, if you watch Critical Role, you know exactly what this is. Uh, if you don't, it is a fantasy world completely created by from the crazy mind of Matt Mercer. Uh, the book will be 304 pages uh, and will feature exclusive uh, content for world mounts, uh, including uh, all the factions, new subclasses, new spells, uh, new tools, new magic items, new creatures, and four introductory adventures, each based on a unique region of the continent. Uh, the book will release on the 17th of March... Uh, both uh, in stores uh, on the official Wizards of the Coast website and on D and D Beyond,
0: and I'm very yeah. excited for it. Christopher, the question is: Have you already pre-ordered your book?
3: Oh, I pre-ordered the the minute they announced it on D and D Beyond.
1: Mm-hmm. I am zero percent surprised by that.
3: No, <laughs> I already own uh, *Explorers Guide to Wildman and I am ready to re- ready to use it because there are there are at least two subclasses that I'm hoping are going to be in it. And I'm very excited if they are, and because I will be rolling one of them hundred percent. And that one would be the um cobalt soul monk, because they are super interesting. So I'm hoping it's in there. Um the second book, which is being released in May of this year, is a a and the trying to try again, is ds second tie-in book for the Magic the Gathering universe. Uh, mythical odysseys of Theros.
0: Did I pronounce yes, that right? Theros, correctly.
3: Mythical odysseys of Theros. Uh, as I said this will be their second tie-in campaign. Uh, campaign book. Uh, with the first being the Guildmaster's
0: Guide to Ravnica. Yep. So they're covering Ravnica and then Theros, which are both like sort of fan favorite. Oh, they actually did Zendikar. They did a short one for Zendikar as well, too.
3: Yeah, but that was that was, was that,
0: that that was an, an online one. Book. That was an online document, wasn't it? Uh, I believe so. I think it was like an adventure lead thing or something like that. Um, but yeah, no, uh, they did a sh- small thing for, Ther- for Zendikar as an exp- exploration into it, into the, into the collaboration. And then they released Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica and now they are doing Theros. So Ravnica is like croissant. In Star Wars, it is sort of an intergalactic, yeah. it is an interplanar city that is just this huge metropol- metropolis with a bunch of different factions that lead to the city and it's sort of the intrigues amongst them. Uh, Theros, mm-hmm. on the other hand, is Greece. It's it's high fantasy Greece. With a terrible economy? Uh no, no, it is high fantasy Greece, <laughs> where the gods walk the earth. Oh, okay, so okay, you're talking mytholo- mythologically, not the Mythological. economy. Okay. <laughs> High fantasy Greece. Yes, like <laughs> gods walk the earth, and they involve themselves in mortals' lives constantly, because LOL. Nice.
1: Oh my god, I can't stop laughing, Chris. That was perfect. <laughs>
0: Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see you know, how they deal with enchantment creatures, because that's a whole theme. Enchantments are a theme in Theros as a, uh, for the card block. So it'll be interesting to see how they deal with that, uh, uh, because they, yeah, that's just going to be really interesting to see. Um, gods that's are a, very important, so.
3: But that's one, we don't know too much about it because it's not coming out until May, so we won't get more information until much closer. It's not even on the Wizard of the Course website yet.
0: Yep. Uh, I would like to see the next phase of the main D&D storyline soon.
3: I would as well. I would like to see that as well. But I do think this is really, this is a good year for... Out with just the 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 official story for D and D because we're they're expanding the Ravnica they're expanding the Magic the Gathering stuff they're adding the critical role content to official D and D canon this this is a it's a good year for out with just the
0: standard D and D yeah so I think this is going to be I, I mean let's be honest it's it's very easy to do stuff in D and D because all you have to do is go LOL it's a new plane yeah. I mean that's how they can that's how they can merge the magic. The Gathering universe is in because they can just go LOL planes. Oh, is that they're done with Aldori. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it's literally all they have to do is like LOL new universe.
3: But yeah, so again, the uh, Explorers Guide to Elemental will be out this uh, next month, so March, uh, March seventeenth. All stores, wizard website, and D&D Beyond, and the uh, Mythic... Myth, blah, Mythic Odysseys of Theros will be out sometime in May. We don't have an exact release date for that yet, but they're coming, and they're looking awesome.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. I, I, I literally cannot wait to see what they're going to be doing soon. Um, it's going to be, I think, some really... We're going to get some really good, interesting story, and I think it's going to always give us some more uh, interesting stuff to I'm play just interested in to see what it. kind
3: of subclasses would get from the from the from the uh
0: magic one magic iron one yeah I'm I'm interested to see what races they give us would probably be satyrs and Cent- oh, we already do we already have centaurs I believe we have centaurs and we beyond I think Ravnica might have given us centaurs actually no Ravnica Aww, gave us and simic and a couple of other things I don't think it gave us centaurs though so we make it The centaurs are a big deal in Theros. Uh, Satyrs are a big deal in Theros. Um, The uh, undying, unburied, I can't remember what they're called. It's basically like God-driven zombies. Um, so, I think I think we're going to get some interesting races and some class combinations coming out of there. Did you say centaur?
3: Uh, we already have centaurs. Ravnica gave us centaurs. Ravnica did give us centaurs. Okay, I wasn't positive yeah, if Ravnica gave us centaurs or not. Ravnica gave us centaurs, Loxodon, Minotaur, uh, Simic hybrids, and mm-hmm. Vedalkin?
0: Vedalkin, yeah. mur people, essentially.
3: Mer people.
0: Yes, that's what Ravnica gave us. Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what other races they'll give us. We'll almost guarantee we'll see sin, we'll see uh Satyrs. Um, that would be cool. I guarantee you we'll see Satyrs. Se- uh, um, yeah, I don't know what else they could do like race-wise. They've given us a lot of really good... Oh, Harpies. They'll probably give us Satyrs and Harpies. No, I thought we oh, already phew. have a Harpy race. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think we have a Harpy race. Not that I know of. So that'll be interesting to see, at least. Um, but yeah, long story short, there's gonna be a lot of really interesting stuff coming through this year for D and D. Uh, so I can't wait to see what they end up giving us. Very excited. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of interesting stuff coming on. Um, besides that, I mean, did we really have anything else that we're going to talk about? Cause we kind of packed it with sort of like news conversation today.
1: We really did. We got a lot of we- conversation out of it though. Can oh, yeah. we, we, can we discuss features. how huge your kitten has gotten and how adorable? Yeah, that
0: cat's got, she's gotten big. I want to say she's about seven I or eight. It pounds. got big. Yeah, it did. The
1: colors in right her up. are so pretty, though.
0: Yeah, I just, uh, that the, I uh, if you use our Discord, I've been posting pictures of my cats for the last few minutes on it. Oh, there we go. That's a much better color picture.
4: There we go. I had bad lighting this... for a second. This is really a reason to This is a scintillating podcast.
0: This is amazing radio right here. hmm I mean, um, whatever.
4: Definitely yeah. join our Discord to see pictures of Gavril's cat. Yeah.
2: Yes?
0: You should have just said Gavril's cat. It would have worked better. I, I post candid pussy pictures all day in our Discord.
2: Oh. <laughs> really? <laughs> I couldn't help yeah. it. Any, it was left uh, wide open
4: for him. Yeah. I, I know. Gavril, do do we have a section called "Don't do that" or "Do that"? Um, we do. But first, we usually
0: ask if anybody's got any final thoughts for the show. What? Let's let's do it this way. What are you hype about about what we've talked about today, Chris? Well, cool, we know what I'm hyped about. <laughs> um, the
3: two things. One, uh, explorers get to Wildman. Super excited. And two, uh, I am excited to see the Shadowlands beta because I want to be able. I want to be able to even even if I'm watching someone online, I want to be able to provide feedback. Even if I'm just watching someone else do the content, feedback needs to go into this. Needs to bloody be done right.
0: Yep, I am personally. I am. Hype about Destiny 2, of course. I talked about that. I'm hyped about Baldur's Gate. I'm hyped about d and um, I actually am interested in the Diablo anime. Uh, season 20, of course. I, I mean, pretty much everything we talked about, I have got uh, at least a measurable quantity of hype. There is a quantifiable measure of hype in me about almost everything we talked about. Neth? Yes. Do you have anything that you were hyped about? Anything that you were interested in?
1: I'm going to guess that I might possibly be hyped about Assassin's Creed. I'm sure
0: about that one.
1: There's a small possibility. Maybe.
0: I think it's an outside chance. I I mean, you might want to have that checked. There's potential there.
1: Yeah, there's potential. Um, I'm also hype about our possible D&D night coming. I'm really, really excited about that. I want it to happen. (laughs)
4: something of that nature. We'll see how it goes. Um, so I think Gabriel Kevin, should just take a picture of his work schedule and send it to us every week. I think that would make things easier. I mean, I could do that. I use Kronos for that, so it's quite easy.
0: Um, but we can yeah. discuss
1: that off the show.
0: Yeah, we can talk about that All later. Right. Kevin. Anything in this that we talked about today that you're super hyped about? Or even something that we might not have talked about that you've got, like, just an inordinate amount of hype about?
4: Um It's tough it? to get hyped about stuff right now because nothing is so, really, like, out. You know? Like, everything is, like, that's stuff the point that's of coming. hype.
3: You're excited for it coming out.
4: I mean... Or you're excited we, for more news. There's just whatever. been a lot of, like... This year, in general, has been really bad with stuff being hyped and then be like, "Oh, sorry, that'll come out four months from when we told you it was going to come out." So I'm trying to limit the hype levels, and uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of keeping hype on simmer right now um, because I don't want to get disappointed by something not meeting an expectation. Warcraft Three or, you didn't it? Well, Warcraft Three refunded. That's what happened <laughs> there, and. um yeah, like the uh, the cyberpunk twenty seventy seven news that getting pushed out that kind of burnt a little bit. So you know, I'm kind of not touching the stove right now. I'm off the fire stove hot. right now. I mean, no, I'm I'm gonna say it's fair. It's fair. It is fair. It's Totally fair. It's
0: it's a reasonable uh response.
4: I think. personally. I mean, like ask Seth last year what he was gonna be playing. Like now he would have given you a list of like 20 games. He wouldn't be able to all get through. Oh, and now it? it's like Seth's nothing. List?
0: What is Seth's two? What are the two that he's so hype about?
3: Cyberpunk is like yeah, top Cyberpunk. number one.
0: Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk is something else. Um, I don't know What it is off the top of my I'm head. I'm pretty I can't sure remember he that. was
4: going to play like, was, was he planning on playing um, Final Fantasy? Yeah, Final Fantasy
3: remake. That was it.
0: Final Fantasy remake. That was it.
3: I Thing think. is, he talks about cyberpunk so much you forget about what the other games are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really though,
4: yeah. But well, you know, so it's kind of been like, oh, let's all get hyped for stuff that's coming out in early 2020, and then like early oh, 2020 Steve is <laughs> here, and we're like, we're just trying to find new things to get hyped about because nothing's out. Yep.
3: Safe so is in the chat now. He says cyberpunk and Ni- neo neo
0: two n- near n i o h two. Oh, no, Neo. Yeah, Nio. Uh, <laughs> Nio yeah. 2.
3: And Final Fantasy
0: was wait for a review. Uh, and Doom Eternal 2. Yeah, yeah, Doom Eternal oh, awesome.
3: 2. Hey,
2: Seth.
0: Hi, Seth.
4: Hello, Seth. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so there's Packed yeah, the
0: 2020.
4: I, hype is on a low, low, low roll for me. You're, I'm you're just not hype saying, about
0: Doom 2020?
4: Let's not get too hyped about anything right now.
0: Um, you know what? I've been, I will, I will, I will keep my hype, sir. I will engage in my hype. Um, doom 2020, not interested in final fantasy remake, to be frank, after all the episodes, after episodes and everything like that, I'm not too, too interested in it. Um, yeah, like almost everything we talked about, I have some measurable quantity of hype for, so I am excited. I think this is going to be an interesting year and I can't wait to see more shit coming
3: Boulder's gate is number three on the list for me and I'm so excited for it.
0: I want
4: it. Do that uh, or don't do that.
0: Uh, yeah,
4: do that or don't do that. Neff, you first.
1: I can't think of anything this week. Okay.
4: salt all free. It's all right. Kevin. I might do that this week is play a game with your friend. Find some friends. Play some games. It's better to play a game, in my opinion, than sit around talking about playing games with people. Just play a game with them. Like, actually load up the game and play it together.
1: And have movie dates. It's adorable.
4: Jesus Christ. Christ. We have to go back to that.
0: Yeah, we do. She's going to keep going back to that, Kevin. For weeks (sighs) and weeks to come.
3: Find someone that you love their personality and just sink up a movie together.
4: I'm pretty sure, though, that LB is only watching Fast and Furious with me because he wants to see me react to it. That's what he enjoys.
1: I mean, also, he enjoys laughing at me. I mean, LB has now said in chat, screw you, Kevin. I don't think you were supposed to tell us about your movie dates.
4: Yep, I don't think you're supposed to tell <laughs> anyone about that. <laughs> Was I supposed to have secret movie days with LB? Was that... That's I mean, even worse. That's, that's, that's even worse. worse. Is that worse? That's even
2: better! That's
3: <laughs> even better. worse, but the point is that it's even better because LB wanted them to be secret and special. Okay.
1: It was supposed to be LB? special. LB, have a good I'm one, not, Carrie. LB, I am not making fun of the movies. I have watched the Fast and the Furious movies many, many, many times. I love those movies because they are just pure dumb fun. I am not We're making, making fun, fun of, of you and Kevin because am, it's adorable I am making fun of Kevin for the fact that he is having long distance movie dates with you which is something that I did when I was in a long distance relationship with somebody in another country and I think it's fucking adorable
0: <laughs> all right all right all right let's put the let's put the uh, <sighs> oh wait uh, shots do, are
1: fired let's I, put the shots I down do let's have, go ahead and finish this I show up a, don't do that I do have a don't do that. Go don't ahead. leave your Diablo season until like the very last fucking day to get it finished. <laughs> Yo. It makes things very stressful.
0: Yes, it does. Um, For me, it is uh, don't come at me, fam, and think your cats are better than mine. Shots fired right
4: at you, <laughs> Carrie. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> no one's Chris. comparing pussies, okay? They're all equal. Uh, I think it was
0: Kevin. Or was it Chris? That's
3: me. Uh, okay. Don't leave a method grip and then tell people your cat was on fire. It's
1: what? Funny.
0: It's not funny.
1: What? What? No, back. I, I'm. I'm going to classic
0: context. excuse though. Grandma's on fire. I know, but Cat's it's no, It's fire. not funny. It's
1: not
3: funny. We, we have to I, restart. I,
1: I will say, I will say, back when uh, vanilla we were raiding and in the middle of a raid, and I want to say it was original Nax <laughs> going down an area, clearing a bunch of stuff and one of our healers all of a sudden goes, oh my god, I'll be right back. The cat puked on the mo- on the modem and then all of a sudden she was completely offline because the cat really did puke on the modem and fried her modem. <laughs> it to yeah. this day is my favorite excuse for suddenly randomly disappearing offline. B R B. cat
4: puked on the modem. Maybe the cat can puke on Gavril's modem so he can get a new one and his internet will be fixed
0: that's a Satanist cat hey
4: that's going to be the
0: show for this week folks to talk to us during the week you can find us on Twitter the show is at Azeroth CTC Kevin over there is at Swing Cat with a K Chris of course is at Akari underscore Meg I am at Gavril that's two I's and one L underscore ET Neth is of course at Neth Winch that's all on the Twitters Uh, to send an email to us you can email feedback at Azeroth CTC we enjoy hearing from you join us live on Saturdays we record and stream the show here on twitch.tv slash Azeroth CTC for links to today's show, you can visit our website at www.srcctc.com. Shoot us review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever. Say modems, boys and girls. Modems! modems.